Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Those Two Jerks, episode 151. And like the rum, this will give you a burning sensation in the esophagus after it's over. I am your host, the Tom Alexander. Joining me, as always, the Sussman, Rick Sussman. Hi, Rick. Hi, Tom. And the vocational Chris Vu. Hi, Chris. Twice in a row now? Ah, and yes. it's still occasional? Come on now. Ah, you know. Well, it's it's the big 150th issue. You know, we had the big 150 where you had to show up for it. And then you're going to stick around for like two <laughs> issues after that. And you're going to like ride out the storyline. And then by 156, you're going to be gone. <laughs> but that's when McFarlane was going to stop doing the art anyway. So it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But then like Eric Larson took over and it was also <laughs> pretty awesome. <laughs> I mean, nice pickup. Nice pick with the double with the with the single dribble. Look at this guy. Well done. Like, He's all over the place. I I have those issues of McFarlane and Larson. Thank you very much. Drawing Spider-Man. But anyway, it's I just think it's great that Chris is coming hard to the hole in the last couple of uh last couple of attempts here. I, I just think it's fantastic. Fueling <laughs> fueled by rolling rock, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh boy. That explains it. Okay. Uh so we uh I guess we should start at the beginning. Uh, if you missed last week's big 150th episode, um, you missed our big announcement, which is that uh, those two jerks are riding off into the sunset. Uh, we've got, after this show, 11 more uh, numbered episodes. There may be another mini-sode here and there mixed in, but uh, 11 more numbered episodes. And then we're going to close the book on this, uh, which will take us to about the end of the calendar year. You know, Tom, I don't know about that. I feel like I feel like there's a number of things that could happen that would be like some kind of, I don't know, omen, if you will, or <laughs> some sort of... Oh, an omen is an ominous feeling. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind about ominouses. Have you heard the show, Chris? It would be ominous if it were a sign to continue. <laughs> you know what? The both of you. With the name. Episode one was ominous. <laughs> always, like, always. Well, that's because we had to speak really low. <laughs> but I feel, Tom, that there are a number of signs, like, like, like seals opening, that we need to pay attention to, that if these things were to happen, it would be mandatory that those two jerks stay on the air. Like all of them need to happen? Well, I mean, you know, when signs, when, when, when the sixth sign happens and the fourth sign and just shut up, Chris. All right. There's just <laughs> things that I feel are, are, are man, that if we saw them come about, we must recognize their, their importance. And I, I believe we all have those. If, if we want to, who wants to start with the, the unveil, the seals, the unveiling of the seals <laughs> well, that will lead into sports I, now. <laughs> we should, I should point out. I should point out that that uh, an alert listener brought this up to us, uh, to me, uh, after hearing. And thank you to all of you who lamented our leaving. Uh, thank you. We appreciate you uh, listening, and and we will take some of your other comments, like "I hate you for leaving" or "Fuck you for leaving" or "Quitters." <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think of some of the other ones, the nicer ones. Those were the, we those were the, those were the, well, um, our good friend Ephraim said, Oh, what a gut punch. I can't believe yeah. that. That was, was the nicest was, reaction. Yeah. Everything um, else was basically just about our mothers and whether or not we've uh, had yeah. sex with them. So yeah. Was, they were pretty violent, but somebody, one of those <laughs> violent people pointed out that, um, the 12 episodes would take us to episode number 162 which is the number of games in a Major League Baseball season. 
And they said, isn't it ironic that that would be the number at which you no longer just stay open? Well, let me tell you, it's exactly what I had planned when I initially pitched the 12 episode idea to Tom. You liar. <laughs> so, Tom, Tom. oh, man. Why are you doing we're, this we're, on, Come on, man. we're on Skype, and I'm still having to wade through bullshit here. Tom, why are you doing this to me, man? Come on, man. You could have been nice about this. Why you got to be a dick? I could have. Why you got to be a I dick? Mean, that if if there were an epitaph for our friendship, Rick, it would be that sentence you just said right there. Why you gotta be a dick? You could have been nice, Tom. Why you gotta be a dick? <laughs> it's the recurring theme for our friendship. The Rick recurring theme. Oh Lord. That's okay. right. I'm the important one. So as you mentioned, Rick, that's with the signs. We we thought about it, and and there are a few things that uh, we thought if they happen, then maybe it would be a sign that uh, we should close the gate to sports hell. And stay here on this plane of existence <laughs> before we condemn ourselves. Yeah, never yeah. to be seen or heard from well, again. Let's, let's except for all of our very the, 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 the coin the us. inside or the outside. <laughs> it right? can be dem- you can close a gate from either side. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I mean, you guys can have fun in there, and it'd just be that one. Okay, oh, you're jerk. coming with us, man. You're not getting out of this alive. I'm sorry to tell you, you signed up. You, you, you made the blood oath. Yeah, there's right? no, there's no, there's no vocational in in sports hell. It's like it's a full time membership. I can't just. You were in the out. comic book store. I saw you sign it. It's fine. <laughs> no day passes. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. I will, so uh, yeah. So I've, we, I've we talked about seal. it. Yeah. So there. T- we we came up. We thought maybe there are ten things, right? Ten seals. If the ten, if, if, if I would say, if more than one of these ten things happen, um, actually any one of these ten things happen, we'll take it as a sign that we're supposed to keep going with this. So, Rick, the first seal. The first seal is Pete Rose is officially inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. So that's within the realm of... That's close, though, right? ...possibility, but it's... it's. I mean, the induction's not till July, so the likelihood of that happening... Although the election is in December. So maybe he's, like... So he's they could announce it in? before we're done, and they say... Uh, and the Veterans Committee has decided to put Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame. Um, if that happens, that would be, that would be then yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll just stay on. They they legalized like gambling, right? I mean, like there's a lot of stuff that happened this year. So, I mean, like some sort of retroactive induction. I'm calling it right now, <laughs> right now. All right. Well, Chris, what is the ninth seal? A man walks on Mars. Okay, so this Perhaps. one's less likely. Much less. <laughs> because especially I within mean, the next three months, there's... Somebody's <laughs> got to find that rover, right? <laughs> now, we never said a human man. We just said that we must know that there is a man walking on Mars. So, so what if we discover intelligent life on Mars? That'll work. I think that's a reason for us I, to keep going. I think sure. so, too. Sure, I, I'll say that, but... But uh, just saying, I mean, it would take, uh, what is it, years for somebody at the current technology to get from Earth to Mars or six months or whatever it is. So Again, there's a uh, likelihood, Tom, I, unless there's some secret mission going on right now. We got to get we, we got to get them back, Tom. Got to <laughs> get them back. Nice. I've seen Thank that you. movie, too, Rick. Yeah, fair enough. Um, OK, so number eight, number eight is a this is sort of an inside baseball, inside wrestling one, I guess. 
<laughs> but you've heard you've heard of our favorite indie wrestler Effie mentioned on this show before, and uh, the infamous, yeah. the infamous. <laughs> he's so famous, he's infamous. <laughs> um, he might be. That's sort of what he does. <laughs> <laughs> so if Effie were to say, pull off his mask and reveal himself to be the Nature Boy Ric Flair. In disguise this whole time. Um, not only would Rick begin furiously masturbating to the point where it I'm... would just be dangerous for his health. <laughs> uh, he would just be normally masturbating. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, we would take that as a sign we should continue the show. Yes, yes. Um, the next seal to unveil, if Bones Jones passes a singular drug test. Any, anyone. <laughs> Anyone. And he really, like, maybe he needs a job yeah, at Walmart, he's, you know? he's run the gamut. Like, he's, <laughs> I mean, it's like steroids, there was cocaine, steroids again. If he, does he pee, again. when when he pees, are there, like, a succession of, like, party kids that run into his toilet and just start, like, gun, like, like shotgunning his urine out of the toilet in order to get high? Ugh. Yikes. <laughs> oh, that was too far? No, it wasn't oh. too far. I just don't know what to say to that. Yeah, I mean, it's yes. awfully graphic. It's like <laughs> very specific. I know. Yeah, <laughs> incredibly, like almost like as party. if you've done this before. I, I might mean, have like, recognized it. Eternity Rush was was right, awful, wasn't I'm, it? It wasn't awful. It was a it was a learning experience. I learned a great deal. And how was it? Well, I, I joined the fraternity, didn't I? But how but, high but did you get? Not high, not really high at all. Like you can ask Tom. He, Tom was around my fraternity a lot. We didn't do shit. Anyway, Chris. No, there was, what, there what was is some the funnels, next... but that was about it. Exactly. Yeah, speaking what, of what, pee tests, what is the next seal, Chris? If if you know, st sticking on the MMA lines and peeing, if uh, Vanderlei Silva, the axe murderer himself, decides to take a USADA pee test in a bathroom without a window. <laughs> And then is like, you know what? I feel like fighting in America again. Let's do this. <laughs> so that we would take as a sign to stay on the air too. Um, yes. This one, this one is kind of far fetched, but but if if Kanye West were to release an album called Yeezy Has a Sneezy, where he talks about the benefits of single payer health care. <laughs> um, Listen, Eminem just dropped a whole new album. And all, no one knew. Know, all on his, no one knew. So this could happen. This Possibly. could be a thing. That might be why Kanye was at Trump Tower. Who knows? Who knows? He might have been, you know, trying to make it happen for us. So yes, it has to be called Yeezy has a sneezy, or can we take some? I would say the subject matter. The subject matter is what's key here. Um, it could have a different title, but if it's, it's got to be about healthcare. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's got to be my okay. health uh, All right. I'm with you on that. I, okay. I like it. I dig it. All right. And uh, the fourth one, I hope it doesn't happen. We've been trying to keep it from happening, uh, but it's possible. Rick, what is the next one? Well, the next, the, the fourth one is the MLB officially closes its doors. They, they fail to just stay open in the time that we are still just staying open. Yeah. If that were to happen, then I guess we win. <laughs> I don't know lose. what we win, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we win the loss, I suppose. I, mm. I'm that, not really I sure mean, how that works. Okay, I take it back. That one might be the most plausible, right? 
<laughs> I don't know. I don't know if they close in the next three months. I don't think that's happening, but I guess well, it's possible. You know, they don't even, they don't even bother making it to the <laughs> to the World Series. Fuck yeah. it, shut it down, shut yeah. it all down. They're just like, yeah, we're not like, doing that. We're warm just up done. clocks, pitching mounds, whatever. Like we're done. We, all right. Well, Chris, Chris, what about we're getting to the final three here? Chris, what is the third, the, the number three seal that can be unveiled? This one I, I, I hold a little bit dear to my heart here because I I don't get it, but if our POTUS, our president, Trump. Donnie, Mc, Donnie McJr. Donnie McJr. Mr. USFL. <laughs> just to leave the goddamn anthem and the NFL alone. Just leave them alone. Let it go. And just stop. It, it, just give her that fucking cell phone, man. Like, don't. <laughs> but he doesn't even have to do that. He doesn't even have to stop tweeting. As long as he just says, I'm not touching the anthem controversy anymore. Now, this, if I'm honest, seems like the most likely outcome. This seems like the one seal that I think could actually happen. Only because the protest is going poorly. The protest of the protest, mind, is going very poorly. Um, People are no longer really siding with Jan Potis or any of these things, and the well, last they are. Uh, they are, but the last major attempt came with um somebody burning their feet allegedly. <laughs> so yeah, I, I don't know if it's. Why would I don't you know try to do that with your shoes on? Well, it's it's not sure if that's if it was real or not. That's the thing. But anyway, so the number two thing that uh is. In the realm of possibility, but uh, <laughs> highly unlikely uh, to happen that we'll, uh, we'll take as a sign to keep doing this, is Warner Brothers decides to reboot the DC movie universe. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, they haven't said that they're doing that yet. <laughs> okay, no, that, that is true. They haven't said those words. You're you're right. You're not wrong that those <laughs> words have not literally been said. Um, however, they appear to have done that, Tom. I, well, I, maybe, maybe, what maybe. Do you mean, may- well, here's okay. okay. So here here's here's what happened. If you haven't seen it, um, a story came out from the Hollywood Reporter saying that Henry Cavill is no longer going to play Superman in the DC movies. He's done. Uh, and they're going to put Superman on the shelf for a few the years. The super shelf? Yeah, a super shelf for a few years. And then do something different. And in the meantime, they are developing a Supergirl uh, movie, which, according to the article, takes place when she's a teenager on Krypton. Yeah. Yeah, um, we'll put that aside for a second. <laughs> you know, let's... Let, we got to focus... There, there's a lot... To yes, go ahead and unpack there, here. Exactly, there is. There is. So the first thing is, we've already known for a while that it looks like Ben Affleck is not going to be playing Batman in Matthew Vaughn's solo Batman film. Right. Um, they, we don't know that for certain yet. No one has said for certain that that is happening. Affleck's been coy about it, but he's in rehab now. And uh, uh, Matthew Vaughn has said, oh, I want Ben to do it. Uh, but there's a whole lot of like back and forth because 
there are some people inside uh, DC and Warner Brothers who said that the script Affleck originally wrote for the movie when he was going to direct it uh, was the best Batman script they'd ever read. Oh, the best ever. Um, uh, look, uh, there was someone the people... who like who whose opinion I actually uh, took notice of who said that. Oh, okay. jo- oh it was Joe Manganiello. Never mind. It was a, 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 one of the storyboard artists for Warner Brothers, uh, Jay Oliva, who's done most of the DCEU movies. And uh, Joe Manganiello, he, he said it on Twitter that uh, the original Affleck script was the best Batman script he's ever read. Ben had a kick-ass story, and I believe that the audience and fans would have loved it. And then Joe Manganiello uh, responded to the tweet with just a big thumbs up or check mark or something, basically saying he agreed. Uh, well... I, 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 it's time for me to come clean, Tom. I, uh-huh. I've, I've been holding this in for a long time, but I want you to know something. Okay. Okay. Uh, while we were still both in college, roughly 2002, um, I, uh, I wrote my own comic, uh, uh, fanfic for Batman. It was called Batman Frost. It took place in Antarctica. The main villain was uh, Mr. Freeze, of course. Shocker. And I got to tell you, I got to tell you. It is probably the best Batman script I've ever written. <laughs> You've ever written. I see. Yes. Yes. <laughs> now, on top of that, I've read a couple of your things. And though they haven't been Batman specific, those were the best <laughs> Batman things I'd ever heard. Uh, you, I'd ever seen you write. <laughs> wow. You've ever, you'd ever seen me write. Uh, well, yes. Well, I mean, just in general, it is, it is incredible. Uh, the amount that you've accomplished you should be proud. I can't finish this. <laughs> There's so much smoke in here. I may have to go to the hospital. Yeah. Well, look, man. I mean, I get it. I, I understand wanting to, you know, pump up the volume, pump up the volume, dance, dance. But uh, come on, man. Like, well, Of course uh, you're going to say it's great. Well, I mean, the thing is, they're not using that script anymore. They threw it out. In fact, one of the reasons Affleck decided not to direct it was there were some there was some apparently tension regarding the script between him and the studio. So it's Matthew Vaughn wrote a whole new script. He is an artist, Tom. He's, and you he, need to understand. He's something, that's for sure. Um, no one knows what the hell it means. And his caption was just, today was fun, because the it's, internet went crazy over the news that he's not going to be doing it anymore. Um, but then his agent, Danny Garcia, who, by the way, I think is the ex-wife of The Rock. Um, no. Well, there's something. Yeah. Um, said, be peaceful. The cape is still in Henry's closet and expect an official announcement from Warner Brothers soon about this whole thing. Uh, basically saying, like, uh, he's probably going to still play Superman, uh, but they have no Superman sequel in the pipeline at this well, point. Nothing's been okay. announced. Okay, but but... We're kind of burying the lead here, Tom. Are we? Don't you think? Don't you think? Oh, we need to unpack the story first, and then we can explain why this has basically blown up our entire fucking week. (laughs) (laughs) All right, fine. Okay. I'll let you have it. I'll let you have that. Now that you've said that. Yeah. Let's let's finish the story, and then, you know, because this is is big news that we normally would save for later in the show during the Geek Stuff Nerd Stuff part of the show, but... We've got to play, put it here for this very reason we're going to talk <laughs> about. Because it ruined minute. everything. <laughs> it's, it's a mess. So according to this article in Hollywood Reporter, uh, if Henry Cavill is indeed out, Warner Brothers is going to go in a new direction with the Superman canon. Uh, Deadline Hollywood speculates that, oh, word has been out for some time 
that uh, they want to go a whole new direction. They may even cast someone like Michael B. Jordan as Superman. Now, that's complete and utter speculation, uh, especially given the fact that they're not going to make a Superman movie for several years, at which point Michael jo B. Jordan will either be too old or not famous enough for them to want him to play Superman at that point. Um, so all of those reports, leave those alone. Let's let's just <laughs> d dismiss all of that right now. The Vegas odds makers who have Jordan as the five to four favorite to be the next Superman, dismiss all of those. That is nonsense. As far as I'm concerned, that is not news. That's not an actual thing that's happening. I'm not going to say it. It's it's a bad thing if it did happen. Um, it would piss off a lot of people if it happened. Oh, but but those people, they, they are so reasonable otherwise. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. Um, and look, I'm not going to say it wouldn't take a little getting used to for me, who's been a Superman fan my whole life and is used to seeing a Caucasian version of the character. Um, but I don't think it's a bad thing. Like, like we've said before on I'll this show, there's nothing inherent to Superman that makes him have to be white. I will tell you why this is a bad thing. The only reason, the only reason, and it's not what you think, okay. but the only reason why this is a bad thing is the Superman from Earth-23, which yeah. has always been very cute. Um, Earth-23 that they're speculating on him being right. uh, would come about specifically because that is Adam, uh, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Grant Morrison's Earth. Uh, <laughs> and uh, that cannot happen. We cannot have this. We cannot, <laughs> Grant Morrison does not deserve any credit. We should not be heralding anything he says or does. Don't and open God the damn seal. It, do not, what? <laughs> Don't open the seal to Grant That's Morrison's That's another seal Earth. not to open. Yes, correct. <laughs> We've opened enough seals. Kiss from a rose from the grave. The whole nine yards. No more seals. <laughs> nice. Stop it. Just stop it with the seals. Nice. Um, Thank you. Yeah. So, uh, what I lost my train of thought. Oh, okay. So, yeah. uh, the reason why this blew up our whole week. Right. <laughs> So we first started recording this episode on Tuesday, September 11th. Uh, most of this show that you're about to hear was recorded that night. We are recording this tiny portion uh, on Thursday the 13th because Tuesday night, we said, Warner Brothers rebooting the DC Universe, obviously, as we just mentioned, would be an omen to keep us doing the show. <laughs> then we woke up the next morning... <laughs> to the news that oh, Henry Cavill's out and they might reboot the DC universe or at least it's parts not, of it. And it's what not we that they might though. It's 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 in there. It's written there. Tom. Well, it's it's saying that they're looking at a new direction, but that is speculation. And again, there's been no official confirmation that he's actually out of the role. So we still don't know that this is happening. However, all of the signs point to <laughs> exactly what we said was going to happen which you won't hear now because maybe we'll put it on the website as a bonus so you don't think we're lying to you um but what we said was even if they rebooted in parts like the new 52 where they keep what's working i.e wonder woman and aquaman and shazam and reboot things like say batman and superman blah 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 and now it looks like that is in fact what they are going to do <laughs> So, uh, Rick, if you would kindly tell the folks, if you recall, what I uh, captioned uh, in the text message to you and Chris when I sent you guys the link to the article. 
Uh, uh, you recall? You don't can... remember? I can tell you. I think I think I have it. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm sure you do. It's probably way back in the text, but. Um, the only thing I see here is, oh Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, that was it. That was all there okay. was, and then the okay. link. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because we had literally just hours before discussed how this would be a thing that would keep us on the air. So now we've no idea whether we're, <laughs> we're leaving or not because the seals, one of the seals, has been opened. <laughs> <laughs> the parademons are coming through it took less than a day <laughs> less than a day we didn't even get it out over the internet it was just in my little computer hard drive and that was enough for the universe to say ah, see what happens now fuckers <laughs> so so I, I gotta know before we move on to other other seals and things like that and and what? How do you feel about this? <laughs> All right. Well, I I I am of of two minds about this, uh, as I am about many things. Um, but I'm of two minds about this. One, I really liked Henry Cavill as Superman. Uh, yes. I I thought that he was not given very good material to work with. Um, Whoa. In any Whoa. of his appearances as the character, save for I don't know the last twenty minutes of Justice League where he actually gets to be Superman and he is marvelous in that part. Um, uh, I, for that matter, I think man of steel overall had a great cast that was just, just misused because it was subpar material. Um, that being said, um, I'm not opposed to, Warner Brothers lightening up and rebooting some of the darker aspects of their DC movie universe. They've seen now that a lighter take on the characters is what is appealing to audiences at this point with Wonder Woman, with uh, what looks Aquaman looks like a much lighter tone than some than the Zack Snyder movies and Shazam. Same thing. Uh, absolutely a lighter tone than the Zack Snyder film. Um so I'm not opposed to that because to me that is DC. Like DC is the lighter universe than Marvel, but Marvel's sort of monopolized that on film to this point. Right, because Marvel was always trying to make those social points. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um So so I'm not opposed to the idea. Um I have, you know, other selfish reasons why I'm not opposed to the idea as well, especially given that it will be several years before uh they reboot superman so uh giving me time to build up my hollywood screenwriting career so i can get in and pitch my yeah. take on rebooting superman um, well i think you should really focus on that batman pitch that i love so much the batman pitch that you love so much you know the batman pitch the the the, the one that i haven't read yet that i'm sure is fantastic the one that you haven't you I actually have, you haven't, haven't written it yet yeah, I haven't written it yet. <laughs> I was waiting. I was asking you for input on it, and you no, gave no. me nothing. No, I just mean in general, it's great. It's oh. great. Oh, it's the best Batman pitch you've ever read that I've written. <laughs> right, and I, yeah. I think you would be, uh, you would be uh, uh, greatly disserviced by uh, Warner Brothers not immediately picking it up right now while you still haven't really put pen to paper. Of course, of course. So, um, so I'm okay with this if that happens. I, I'm sad only in that we missed out on a great, uh, a perfect actor in the part uh, that was given subpar material or too dark of a take on the character um, because he would have been, as we saw, um, fantastic 
uh, if he was, you know, actually allowed to play Superman. So in that in that respect, I'm I will always wonder what might have been. Yeah, I know. I mean, I was never that big of a of a Cavill guy. I actually really liked Man of Steel. Um, Batman v Superman is one of the worst abominations the world has ever had to vomit onto itself. Uh, but that was not because of Cavill's performance, nor was it because of Batfleck's performance either. Uh, it was just that it was a terrible movie. Now that all said. Um, I thought the last 10 minutes of Justice League were just fabulous. And then I went back and I, I happened to cross one of those stills uh, or like a GIF from the movie, right? And uh, it's where um, it's where Superman has just come out of his cocoon. He, his, he's angry and hate-filled and he's trying to kill everybody, you know, uh, as, as you do. Um, <laughs> and uh, he, it's that moment where he spies Flash going at Flash speed. You know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh, yes. And it's just, you look at it and you're like, damn, that's a that's a cool scene. That's just a cool damn scene. And that is where I felt we would have had the character. Like, I could sense Superman there. So I, I'm with you, man. I, I feel like we all got, we got robbed here. We yes. got gypped out of yes. what could have been a really awesome character portrayal by one of the greatest heroes of all time. And, you know, if not for that mustache, where would we be? <laughs> yeah. And and I mean, and, and it's funny you mentioned the mustache thing because Henry Cavill obviously has other irons in the fire, other interests. Um, you know, he was the mustache was because he was doing the latest Mission Impossible film. Uh, you know, he did Man from Uncle, which was trying to start another franchise and didn't work. Um, you know, he he's doing the Witcher series on Netflix yep. um, based on the video game series. Um, so he's obviously got other interests, other franchise irons in the fire. Um, I, one of our listeners upon hearing this news immediately was like, keep him away from the Bond movies. But I happen to think he'd be great. James Bond. Um, it would be interesting. Would, would it be interesting to see like hulking mass James Bond, like a big built burly James Bond? Yeah, it would be interesting to see that. However, um, if you watch some of his earlier work, his pre man of steel work, he wasn't that huge of a guy. He got that big for Superman, so he could easily get less big um, and be a more normal-looking James Bond, but it would be a different take. Well, uh, yeah, but I, I don't know if I'd be for that. I, I, I was being... I wasn't really see, being like... You want to see a jacked James Bond? I think it would be cool as hell if James Bond was like a big hulking monster. I just think <laughs> it would be awesome. Like, James Bond, he's really... I mean, it would be like if Batman was James Bond. Like, here's a really smart, intelligent being who's also like a ridiculous badass yeah yeah i mean it would make some of the things he does more believable physically yes. also um, no we'll see uh but tom and i'll leave this to you because uh, you are our resident everything here <laughs> what wow what is the one and only true way for those two jerks to to sally forth the more than number one the number one way all the way from the home office in wahoo nebraska the number one way uh that we will stay open is if ucf wins the college football playoff if you for its second national champion correct correct but if ucf were to get invited to and win the college football playoff so not just another national championship but they have to win the playoff. They have to do it through the rigged system that we currently have. It's, it's really kind of a fuck you to our fans right now more than anything. 
Yeah, is it like no faith? I mean, like, not at all. Huh? Um, were they to do that, yeah, uh, we would stay open. Were they to accomplish the seemingly unaccomplishable? <laughs> Right, right. Uh, but it see, it's within the realm of possibility. That is all of these. They are all, not one of these really is impossible. Man walking on bars. Highly improbable. <laughs> highly, highly improbable. I'm just saying, Elon's getting a lot of heat. Maybe he just wants to bug the fuck out. He might have oh, had a... He a, definitely walked a, on Mars while he was on the Joe Rogan show. I'll tell you that. Oh, boo. Yeah. Boo. That meme though, that was pretty good. Uh, they were, yeah, and some fine memory. Uh, well, so should any of those things happen, uh, then you'll get more episodes of this these shenanigans uh, into the of these of these two shenanigans. These two shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> that's the next. That's the volume two. Yeah, we'll just that's the, <laughs> that's we'll, like do, we'll do what ABC's doing with Roseanne. We'll kill one of us off, rename the oh, show, and just who. keep doing the I same thing. I wonder who gets killed off. <laughs> you keep talking like that, and we know who it's going to be. Spoiler alert, Rick finally gets his revenge and kills Tom off. <laughs> that's, that's good. That's good. I just wonder I wonder how you guys are going to record this thing without me. But uh, we, You know what? We had one episode of Jerking Around. We can do it again. You what? It can happen. You didn't, you, you, that's funny. You don't even know about Jerking Around. I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> Fill me in. Wait, do you I, not? No. He's not what kidding. He really doesn't know. Spinoff, dude. No, I Come really on. don't know. What is this? When you were when you were on when you, when we were on our major hiatus and you were taking care of your boy more more often than not. You were in the we, stage that I'm in right now. Yes, uh -huh. and you just didn't have time. Chris and I were like, well, we can keep doing this. We know how to do a, a podcast. So I went over to Chris's house. We set up our phone and we did a video podcast similar to what Jesse and I do. And we talked about nonsensical bullshit for like an hour and a half, and it was called jerking around. Where did we, where like was this? It's on its it's on its Twitter account, the jerking yeah. around Twitter. There's exactly. a jerking around Twitter account. You guys did this whole shadow organization. <laughs> we didn't. Even, it wasn't a shadow. We told you about it. it you when did you tell shadow. me? I'm pretty sure we talked about it. Recording. Where did we? Where were we? We definitely talked. We definitely about talked it. about it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying. You're also very sleep deprived. I'm not upset about it at all. At all, but I just don't recall this. That's well, hell, all. you guys decided to cancel the show when I just found out last week. So, no, like I said, it doesn't bother me. I just don't remember. <laughs> I really <laughs> don't remember. <laughs> For those of you who might be listening at home, what you just heard was, "That's right, Chris. Fuck you." Otherwise. <laughs> Uh, I found it. I found your Twitter account. <laughs> you I have you it. have eight followers. Yeah, well, we gave up because like two weeks later, you were like, okay, we can do the show again. <laughs> oh, it was longer than that after this. It was quite a bit while after. Yeah, you guys did this in March, it looks like. And we didn't come back till May. <laughs> like so that's two months. Was that wasn't months. really like... This is kind of cool. It shows industriousness on both of your parts. Oh my god! Listen to this. <laughs> Which I honestly, I I didn't think I didn't think existed. Industriousness that ends after one show. A day. Yeah. Okay. So, well, look, first of all, we came back. We came back two months later. 
you had definitely you know mentioned it before we had had a chance to put together a second episode. So Chris and I, realizing that our job was done, we waited for you to come be our glorious. What was your job in this instance? To just carry the torch. Yeah, and just keep going until we knew you were coming back. Just stay open. There you go. Look at that. Look at how it comes back. Mm. Circles Mm -hmm. and whatnot. Wow. Wow. Well, I, I I remember it now <laughs> that you told me, and I I applaud yeah. I applaud your efforts. So well, I would imagine look people. for jerking around volume two to begin sometime in February. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, perhaps yeah, we can do it at like one of our gyms, maybe. maybe we can oh, like a little oh Lord, that's not bad. All right, let's move on. Oh, sorry, sorry. Chris and I are just plotting, you know, what we're going to do without yeah, you. That's, that's fine with me. I've already got the interviews lined up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, let's move on to the world of sports. And uh, week one in the NFL, in the books, in the books. Uh, we are not doing fantasy football through the show this year for reasons. Um, Although I still get emails about it. Do, yeah. yeah, well, that's Yahoo. Fucking go away, Yahoo. <laughs> but unsubscribe. Um, but uh, we did have some interesting things happen in the first week of games. Like uh, the New York Jets decided to show up and play football. And and quite well, it would seem. Yeah, uh, apparently well, Sam Darnold is a Lions, world beater. I, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe the Lions are just absolutely fucking could dog be. shit. That could be could it, be. too. It very well so could be. So the Lions, yeah, the Lions and the... Uh, and the Jets had a Monday night football, what some people refer to as a game. Um, <laughs> yeah. I would call it more of an, a, an event or perhaps a bloodletting or, you know, some sort of <laughs> virginal removal. I don't know. Any number of just terrible, awful things happened in that game. And ultimately, it ended with the Jets um, beating the ever-loving horseshit <laughs> out of the Lions. Yeah, I don't know what it. I don't know what it ended at, but I stopped watching when the score hit forty-eight to seventeen. That was, I think, the so. final uh, was forty-eight yeah. to seventeen. Um, and Barry Sanders felt that whooping like that was a bad one. <laughs> Gerald Ford felt whoa. That whoa. Pat Summerall. Oh, George. I miss Pat George Plimpton. Oh, Pat Summerall played for the Giants, not the Lions. My bad. Anyway, <laughs> oh, great way to go. Tom. Now we got to end the show. Yeah, well, <laughs> it finally happened. Tom was wrong. Oh, shut up. <laughs> but yes, it was, it was a, it was a, a, a bludgerins and a, and a whooperins. Yeah. And it wasn't even the tip of the iceberg. Cause we had a whole weekend of football college and otherwise, and the NFL showed up and they made one thing abundantly clear, Tom, more than anything. You know what that is? <laughs> they really, really don't want you to watch. No, no. Well that, Yes. But also, player safety, Tom. Oh, yes. Player safety. We we care about our players and their safety, Tom. Did you know that we cared so much about our players and no their safety? I had no idea. I had no idea they cared so much. So much about players and their safety. So now you know that we care about player safety. So stop writing angry letters. How, okay. how, do they, how are they showing they care about player safety, Rick? They're not letting players um, continue in the game after they've been clearly concussed to the point that they are jelly-armed and spaghetti-legged. For now. Well, I mean, Tom, the fact that they showed any remorse at all means that this company clearly cares for its people. So, I don't know. 
Um, something else that happened uh, this this weekend. Um, we we had college football too, um, and 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 that was good. Yeah, we did have college football. Well, let, let's for a second. Can we talk about that Brown Steelers game? <laughs> no, that no one I don't, wanted to uh, win. Uh, I don't know if I want to talk about it because I talk about it, then it happened. <laughs> it was terrible. It was downright. All right, terrible. so. So the Browns and the Steelers, the Browns who haven't won since the Obama administration. That is a fact. <laughs> is it? Um, yes. They lost. Yes. Are you serious? Yes. Holy shit. Yeah, you're right. Wow. Okay. <laughs> no, wait a second. Um, no, you're right. Oh, shit. <laughs> Tom has been wowed by my amazing ability yeah, to well, count backwards. Yeah, well, I mean, backwards. just kind of, yeah, I didn't think of that, but yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, they appeared to have victory all but defeated <laughs> <laughs> um, because despite the fact that Ben Roethlisberger apparently showed up with two just handfuls of butter, more commonly referred to as his mitts, um, and threw three interceptions and gave up two fumbles. Not one, two fumbles. Two. The Browns were not able to capitalize, and late in the fourth quarter, they were down, or uh, sorry, early in the fourth quarter, they were down uh, 21 to 7. But the Brownies, seeing this as an opportunity to show everyone once and for all that they are not some some team that you could just kick around, but a real, we'll say, powerhouse, uh, came back and got the score tied up at 21. They even had the ball back, and they were driving down the field looking to take the score and, uh, and, and take it to the house and win the game, Tom. But, mm, uh, but they threw a pick. Yeah. And that led us to overtime. And if you follow the Those Two Jerks Twitter page, and you should, you will note that I was commenting on the entire game and mentioning that overtime rules in the NFL are without question the worst overtime rules in all of professional sports. But that was not what happened. That was not to be because after the flip of the coin and we found out that the Brownies would be getting the ball to start overtime, we were then informed that due to time constraints, we, the viewing public, would no longer be allowed to watch the game. Yeah, CBS had to make <laughs> sure we put bull, it put bull riding on. Yeah, it was, time for, it was time for bull riding, and that was it. That's the game. That's what you got to well, see. Well, unless you were in the market A bar for those or something, games. yes. Like, if you were in the media market for the Browns or the Steelers, you got the whole game. But, or if you had, like, Sunday ticket. Yeah, if you were watching, like, say, the game that was played here locally, which was the Patriots and the Texans, and they showed you bonus coverage of the Browns game, eh, it was a pretty meager bonus this year. <laughs> but here's the thing, Tom, and the thing that drove me nuts. What is the NFL, what are they, what are they complaining about the most? Uh, down ratings, people not coming to games, right. that kind of thing. Right. Down ratings specifically. What's a way to ensure that people are going to watch a game, Tom? Um, make it not difficult to watch a game. That is a good one. I like that. I like that. That's very smart of you to mention that. And what's a really great way to make it not difficult to watch a game? Well, uh, for starters, when you have something that is compelling, you leave it on television and don't take it off for <laughs> bull riding. That's one. No offense to the bull riding community. No, no. I don't want them to come chase us with their belt buckles, but... Very shiny belt buckles. Yes. 
Yes. Um, yeah, man. If your biggest concern is that nobody's watching your sport or what you think is nobody watching your sport, maybe if you have something that's really like captivating in the first week of uh, your season and in a prime slot after church is over when people are there, I don't know, maybe, maybe just do what you can to let that game play out. Like that game, if it had ended with a win would have been the first win in Cleveland. in like I said, two years. And did you know that this, this is great, by the way, there are refrigerators all over Cleveland Brown stadium full of Bud Light. Oh yes. I heard about this. And in bars, that, there are bars in Cleveland that have them too. Right. And they are under lock and key and they are there until the Browns win a game. And when the Browns finally win a game, those uh, will all open up and the entire city will essentially get to enjoy a Bud Light on the house. Wait, is this for yeah, real? Yeah, it's for real. Yeah. It's yep. some sort of like agreement. Yeah, Bud like Light did of... it as a promotion. They set up all these things. And if the Brown, when the Browns win a game, whenever that is, people will get a free Bud Light. <laughs> what? Are they, I mean, like... They're gonna win at some point. Uh, they they didn't win any games uh, last year, so and they and they comically did not win this game. Yes, to which finish the, the story. Yeah. <laughs> to finish the story, the Browns uh, had the ball first, could not convert, and got all the way down until the last thirty seconds of the game, last ten seconds of the game, where they set up to hit what appeared to be a pretty good, easy field goal for the win. And right before the field goal happens, I texted Tom, man, could you imagine if the Steelers block this kick and run it back for a touchdown and beat them? And Tom, what happened? Uh, well, the Steelers blocked the kick. They did not run it back for a touchdown, but the Steelers <laughs> did, in fact, block the kick. Uh, so off to overtime we went. Uh, Rick promptly went out to buy a lottery ticket. And... No, 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 not off to overtime. That was it. It was it, no, that, that was, was the, the oh, that was the end of overtime. But to in overtime, yes, they, both teams traded missed field goals. Yes, one was blocked, and the blocked kicked. No, ended no, the that game was the second field goal attempt by Cleveland in the overtime. They missed oh, yeah. one earlier. Either way, they each had a chance to put the game away. Neither one wanted to win that game. Like the Steelers yes. threw five interceptions as a team and fumbled twice. Like, they were trying their hardest to give the game away. And the Browns said, you don't understand. We don't win games. No. <laughs> you think you know how to give away a game. Let me tell you how you give away a game. Exactly. You, you, only, you only adopted comically losing in the last minute. We Browns were born in it. <laughs> we were bred by it. Most of us haven't known winning since we became men. <laughs> <laughs> And sure enough, the Browns figured out a way to not win. Yes, they did. Way to go, Cleveland. They did. In way fact, go, they tied. They tied. The end. The end. That's correct. So, uh, Do people get a half a beer? No. <laughs> no. No. The, no. The, 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 they are, they, the, the gates remain locked. Does that mean the losing streak is technically over, though? The losing streak is over. Now we have a not winning streak. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's... <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. So I have one more one more NFL thing that that I, I ran into because as we if you've been listening for the last few weeks, you know I have chosen new NFL teams to root for this year. 
the Minnesota Vikings Correct. and the Jacksonville Jaguars. And uh, I learned, I got a taste of what it's like to not live in the same television market as your favorite <laughs> team, which I've never had to do before. <laughs> so I'm trying to uh, watch either the Vikings or the Jaguars, who both played at 1 o'clock on Sunday. And I was unable to because uh, we are in Tampa's media market. So Fox, of course, carried the Bucks and the Saints. Understandable. Now, CBS, general, so the Vikings game wasn't going to be on here. Uh, okay, fine. I'll mm -hmm. watch the Jags. CBS tends to carry the AFC games. I'm thinking, all right, they'll carry the Jaguars game. Nope, because the Jaguars were playing against the Giants, an NFC team. That game was on Fox as well. So instead, I had either watch the team that I vowed I would not watch this season or watch a team that I hate in the New England Patriots. I ended up watching the Patriots. <laughs> Which is too bad because the, uh, the, the, the Bucs had a hell of a yeah. game themselves. Yeah, the Bucs scored uh, for the first time. I haven't rooted for them in 20 years. Uh, the Bucks scored 48 points. They scored 31 points in the first half, which they haven't done since I was in college. <laughs> um, yeah, so my prediction that Rick laughed at last week of the Bucks possibly going to the Super Bowl now that I don't root for them anymore, I think it might happen. <laughs> well, wait, can you like the other closet thing? root for them? I mean, Here, like, here's the thing, that... though. Wait, wait, wait. You're not rooting for them. Because they kept Jameis on their team. Correct. Jameis Winston. Now, the way Fitzpatrick played, Jameis Winston might not be on the team by week six. We'll see. I don't know about that. But, yeah, it's possible that if uh, they're, say, 3-0 and uh, and they keep scoring points like crazy and Jameis comes back from that suspension, uh, he may get traded. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if they traded him? Well, they can't well trade him to the Vikings or the Jag. Well, maybe the Jags. But not the Vikings. No. Because they just spend a lot of money on a quarterback. Yeah, we don't need no more quarterbacks. Thanks. We're good. We're sure up. Yeah, they're fine. We got, we're, we're, we're sure up on QBs. But, Thanks. So, and, and Rick, you were thinking that you'd get to watch at least the Vikings game on your, uh, on your streaming. And uh, that didn't work yes, out so I well for you of, either. I have all the streaming capabilities. I've got a Roku now. I've got Prime. I've got uh, uh, Netflix. I've got PlayStation View. I have cut all of the cords. I even have NFL Network. Nothing. Not a goddamn thing. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta gotta watch the same yeah. two fucking programs that and Tom got to watch. As we were discussing this, I did some research because, like, PlayStation likes to advertise. You can get the Red Zone channel on PlayStation View. Yeah, you can. You sure for can. For a fee. Sure can. For an extra yep. fee. And I looked up yep. way other ways, and there are plenty of ways, if you are a cord cutter, you can watch out-of-market NFL games. You can get NFL Game Pass, which doesn't allow you to watch any live games, but you can watch them after they're over, and you can get live audio. I don't know what point that would have. Um, I do love me some radio. I guess. <laughs> yeah, um, it's like... I don't understand that one. But then there's, there's you can get Sunday Ticket by itself, streaming through DirecTV now. It'll cost you like 300 bucks for the year. Um, they're all relatively expensive because the NFL doesn't offer a package where, say, you only pay for one team's games. If you buy out-of-market games, you got to take all of them. So 
You have the capability of watching all the Browns games, but who would want to? Especially if you're, say, a Vikings fan living in Florida, just for sake of argument. <laughs> um, they need to do, and I, I hate to say this, but the NFL in this case needs to do what Major League Baseball does. Major League Baseball, Major League Baseball through MLB.tv offers multiple options. You can either get, you can pay a, a higher fee and get all of the games out of market. Or you can pay a smaller fee and only get your team's games streaming. So if you're a, a Cardinals fan living in Georgia, you can just pay for the Cardinal games. And you won't be able to watch, you know, the Dodgers and the Giants, but you'll get all of the Cardinals games. And it's actually a fairly reasonable price for the season when you break it down into, you know, for them, 162 games. Um, why the NFL doesn't do this, I mean, I, I know the answer, but they should be doing it. And it's something I never even thought about because I never had this problem before. <laughs> Welcome to my hell, Tom. I know, I know. And it's tough when, like, you know, the the you could go to a bar by oneself to watch a game, but that's no fun and kind of sad. Um <laughs> Or you could go with a friend who lives in town who roots for your out-of-market team, but in this case, your friend may have agoraphobia or whatever it is and can't go. Yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> so, Unless you pay for him. <laughs> Why, whatever do you mean, Chris? Nothing. I feel attacked. <laughs> I, uh, I feel attacked. I'm just letting you guys know. All right, let's move on to college football briefly, and uh, we'll talk about uh, Hurricane Florence and how it initially looked like it was going to screw UCF, but now maybe not so much. Nah, nah, we, we ain't that lucky. Well, here, but please, Tom. Right. So Hurricane Florence is bearing down on the Carolinas as we head into the weekend. Um, I, I should remind you, I, we never said that. We're recording this on the evening of Tuesday, September 11th. Um, so as we record this, it uh, looks like it's heading directly for the Carolinas. Uh, our thoughts, of course, are with all of the folks there, our listeners there, and everyone else uh, to prepare for this and stay safe because this looks like it's going to be a pretty powerful storm. But uh, in <clears throat> terms of sports, uh, it's forced uh, the NCAA to cancel the West Virginia-North Carolina State game and the UCF-North Carolina game, both of which were to be played in North Carolina right in the path of the hurricane. So UCF loses a game on the schedule that was against a Power 5 opponent. Um, there's, they're say they're going to, the two schools say they're going to try and make up the game later this year, but not, they don't have a common bye week, so it's probably not happening. Um, so everyone is screaming, including myself, that, oh, this screws UCF again, because last year, uh, Hurricane Irma here in Florida... Uh, forced UCF to cancel a game against Georgia Tech, another Power 5 school, and that was used against UCF in the polls later in the year, uh, even as they were undefeated. It was like, well, if maybe they'd played and beaten Georgia Tech, they might have had a better shot at getting into the playoff. No, they wouldn't. Um, but <laughs> It's such a dick thing. It was like like, a, oh, if only that hurricane hadn't ruined your chances to get into the playoff. Do they not have, like, I mean, like a... Schools have, or public schools have, like, hurricane days or snow days or whatever it is up in up where it snows. They don't have something like that for 
miss well, they wouldn't like stop this. playing. They, they, well, it, it was just another opportunity for them to screw the the Knights out yeah, of, out of the game. You, know, they, you have really a set it. amount of bye weeks in the season, and they could have theoretically moved the game to another bye week, but the two teams in question have to have one of those in common There's not and one the willingness to do it. Um, it's the second one more than the yeah, first. Yeah, because like North Carolina could probably move a different game around and play on UCF's bye week, but UCF has the bye week where it is because they've got a Thursday night game coming up that week. So if they played Saturday, they wouldn't have a lot of time to prepare for the Thursday game. So they want to have that, that extra time. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, that Thursday game's against Temple, who sucks, but it's a conference opponent, so <laughs> I get it. Um, anyway, um, so I a lot of people were crying about how this is going to screw UCF again because it makes their schedule look weaker, but... People smarter than me, or at least with more knowledge about how the college football bullshit works, um, <laughs> say that not having North Carolina on the schedule, as long as they don't replace the game with an inferior opponent like a one double A school, um, actually makes their schedule look stronger because North Carolina is a bad team this year. So even though it's from a power conference, uh, it's a bad team. So not having them makes their schedule look stronger. I still think it's going to be used as an excuse to keep them out if they're undefeated come the end of the year. But oh, you are you are one hundred percent right about that. Yeah. There is no way in hell that this does not somehow come back to bite UCF oh, in yeah. the ass. But I appreciate them saying that it won't. That's very it's kind. Nice. It's nice. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Shall we move on to the world of the geek stuff and the nerd stuff, guys? I suppose now is as good a time as ever. Yes, yes. So, guys, we got our first look at Captain Marvel. We did, we did. I think the Shazam suit looks pretty good. <laughs> I am, I'm, I'm less upset about it than I initially thought. I okay. I'm no, not not the um, not the original quote unquote real Captain Marvel. No, uh, he's called Shazam now. We're talking about the Shazam. Marvel Captain Marvel, Brie Larson. Marvel. Marvel. Well, no, Marvel is the guy. Oh, that's being played true, yeah. by Jude yeah, Law yeah. in the movie. Oh, I forgot he's even in yeah. the movie. No, no, no. It's, he's in it. He's in it. He's playing Marvel. Um, and uh, Brie Larson is Carol. Carol. Oh my God. Danvers. Carol Danvers. Okay. I Carol Danvers. Right. Yeah. yeah. Danvers. Yeah. I got that screwed up because Danvers is also Supergirl's secret identity. Hey, Supergirl. Yeah. Carol Danvers, uh, Captain Marvel. Uh, is uh, Brie Larson's character. That movie comes out in March, and we got some photos of uh, the Skrulls and uh, and yeah, Marvel. They're looking and... like they're going to drop the hottest album of 2018. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that photo's a little weird, but... They're coming out of the ocean together looking like badasses. <laughs> we a bunch of badasses! Um, and we got a photo of digitally de-aged Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury. Not creepy in the slightest. No, no. It actually doesn't look bad. It looks better than the Michael Douglas one in the first Ant-Man. Yeah, that yeah, was well, really bizarre. Um, so, I mean, the technology is getting better every time they use it. I wonder how it's going to work, though, having it in a whole movie as opposed to just one scene. Well, I mean, can it be worse than digitally, you know, removing Captain Mustache? Like <laughs> That was terrible. <laughs> like, you know, there's... There's there's weird and then there's Captain Mustache yeah. and I don't know I I don't know if I could really abide by Captain Mustache after the fact I'm just saying 
Is it the same guy that's playing Ronan? Who does play Ronan? You know, I don't actually Ronan. know. Ronan. Yeah. Ro- 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 Ronan. Ronan. Oh yes, the it accuser. is. Yeah, Ronan the accuser. It is. Yes, okay. it is. Lee Pace is Ronan the accuser, and um, Jaiman Hansu's character from Guardians, who's also a Cree, is in this movie too. At some point, does he say only one line that he needs to say? Hopefully. That sounded like a that sounded like a um, a to, uh, John Mayer song. Say what you say need what you to want to say. Yeah. Say what you need to he say. He just needs to say who at some point. That's like. <laughs> but um, yeah. so the movie takes place in the '90s. If you're not in the loop, uh, so we have a, a two-eyed Nick Fury, which is why he's been digitally de-aged. Also, uh, and we have the guys who died in Guardians of the Galaxy are back to life now. Yeah. Um, that would explain why. Uh, hopefully, it will explain where the hell Captain Marvel has been for twenty plus years. <laughs> And why we haven't seen her I, in the Marvel Universe. I think, I just think I'm going to be right about that in the end. I, I truly, truly think that what, what we're going to find out is that he pages her in the past. Like she's, she's, they figure something out that she stays in the past. That's what I think it's going to be. Because now we got to start a crazy just, Barry Allen shit though, man. You know like, what? I watch Doctor Who and I enjoy it. Okay. So you leave me alone. That's, I mean, that's like, all these times we saw Barry Allen, like up until Flash Rebirth, but like it wasn't really Barry Allen. It was the Barry Allen from the past, but he just happened to go to the future. So we're talking to him now, and it's not really him because he doesn't, he hasn't died yet. <laughs> is that where this really wants to go? Like, is that, I mean, I'm cool. I'm good Marvel? with that. I'm totally good. I mean, with that. I guess all the gems and shit are involved, right? So at that point, you can fucking do anything you want, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm fine so, with all this. This sounds good. I like, I like where you're going with that. Chris, keep that up. I don't. I think it. I think she's gonna be like far away in space. Yeah, he's using like a pager too, right? Right. So like, yeah, that's, so that's what I'm saying. I, what I think. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but can a pager go back in time? Here's what I. Th- it had tech on it. It had crazy Stark shit yeah. attached to it, or no, Kree shit, or whatever shit. You it was just a regular it pager. To it. it was just no, a pager. It was, it was a it color wasn't pager, a regular. But... It wasn't a regular pager. There was shit all over it. It was a regular pager. That's some I, like crazy. I resistance. guarantee you, it was not a regular pager. I am willing to put. I am willing to put any amount I, of, of though, ridiculousness right? like, on that. It's. Do we? I don't like. Ah, the way, I hate I mean, you. I, yeah, it had something on it. Da. Ah! All right. Here's you know here's what I show. think. Here's what I think. <laughs> I think Captain Marvel at the end of the Captain Marvel movie goes off into very deep space for some mission, and it just takes her this long to get back here yeah. so is she gonna be like so let's how old is she in this movie supposedly? in her 20s is she gonna be fucking 40 45 when they, get, she I mean, they could to... age her up i suppose well here's the thing when you travel at the speed of light you don't actually move right no you like, you, are, move, are, you, you just don't, don't age, age. Well. no yeah you don't age. you don't age yeah. You don't age. That's true. So right, if she's yeah. traveling at the speed of light, she wouldn't age. Okay. Yeah. Not Inception. We would all age. Movie. Interstellar yeah, We shit, would all right? age, like, but she would not. Or maybe she's in some sort of stasis? But, I mean, like, do we do the Stasis is the most, thing? yeah, stasis is the most it's obvious answer. Yeah. So we'll, we'll find out in or a she's few months. The winter Captain Marvel and only unlocked whenever we need her <laughs> sort of deal. I'm good with that. <laughs> it's probably some sort of time shit. I mean, like, we're, we're like, super cosmic here at this point. Like, cosmic with a big C. 
<laughs> so like I, I ultimate think, cosmic yeah like that's it's probably some sort of paging in the past and she's just, just i don't know if you if, I, 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 I like buy you dinner anywhere the fuck you want within price ranges if if it ends up being that because that is that's quite the leap of logic but it makes total sense in the this the 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 world that's been built so a preemptive well done rick oh thank you <laughs> well more to the point uh before we really you know go any further into this ridiculousness do we all agree that she looks like captain marvel yes the suit looks awesome yeah, yeah it's great. i mean i mean captain marvel what is distinctive about carol danvers that any her hair's actually not even blonde in real life. Brie Larson, right? It's I want to I want to see if she wears the cool mohawk one. helmet. If yeah, she wears it, the like if she the, wears the mohawk helmet, I'm gonna be so happy. That would be very. Um, I forgot. Is her hair actually that way when the helmet comes off? Or when just... when when the helmet comes on, it like squishes her hair together, and it comes out like a almost like a um like a centurion. Yeah, yeah, yeah I gotcha. Hmm. I'm excited. I think it could be a good movie. No, yeah, I'm. I mean, when have they really let us down? Good point. Thor two. Good point. <laughs> oh yeah, but I mean, as as movies go, it's not like terrible. It's just bad for a Marvel movie. Yeah, no, I'd go back and watch Thor yeah, two. I mean, it's, I've it's, seen it. It's pretty I've bad. Seen it one and a half yeah. times, but yeah. It's definitely yeah, it's it, it's bad. It's bad, dude. It's bad. <laughs> so is it better or worse than Incredible Hulk? I Which love Incredible Hulk? The Marvel one. I. So not super. No, no, the Edward Norton one. That would be Hulk. Edward Norton's Hulk is good. It's awesome. Yeah, I, I, yeah. yeah. Ang Lee's Hulk is good too, but not uh, a good movie. It's a it's different way. It's a good movie, not a good comic book movie. All right, either way, as, as long as somebody agrees with me, I'm happy. <laughs> I mean, I agree with you guys about the Edward Norton Hulk, just most people don't. Most people see that as a bad well, movie. As we've mentioned on our show multiple Underrated. times, most people are stupid. <laughs> Fair enough. So speaking of Marvel, uh, we're getting to the uh, the awards season, which means the studios yes. are campaigning uh, for movies to get nominated for Academy Awards. And Disney is launching a full-court press to get Black Panther nominated for uh, basically every single Oscar there is. Good! They have put forth Good. every major actor in the movie for uh, one of the respective acting awards. Uh, best Director, Best Adapted Screenplay, Best Picture, uh, Best Production Design, Costume Design, uh, Special Effects, all of them. Uh, they, they just... they. They want the voters to nominate them for something. Good. And they should. Black Panther was cool as hell. Black Panther was, was very cool movie. awesome. I love that movie. I don't know if it's one of the five best movies of the year. I don't know. Okay, well, what was one of the five best movies of the year, Tom? I don't know. I usually only go see comic book movies. So I couldn't tell you. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right. That's what I thought. <laughs> All right, I saw, I I saw Crazy Rich Asians. That. that was pretty good. Oh, I've heard the good things about that, good. actually. Yeah. It was good. Uh -huh. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> anyway, one of the Oscars Black Panther would definitely have been a shoe in for a nomination for was the uh, the previously announced 
best achievement in popular, special achievement in popular film category, which was to be mm-hmm. a new category this year, uh, which we promptly made fun of. And the Oscars hurt us because they, they're not doing it now. Oh, I'm shocked. <laughs> last, week, <laughs> last week, they backed off of it. They said it needs, it needs further study before they... <laughs> Do they not want to stay open? I mean, <laughs> the Oscars have not wanted to stay open since 1978, since they had to formally change the name of the Cecil B. DeMille Achievement Award to the Oscar because they were tired of people pointing out that Cecil B. DeMille was horribly racist. So what? they... they yeah. They still call it the Cecil B. DeMille Award. They never refer to no, it. No, they the don't. Oscar. Yeah, they, well, but on the website, they call it the Cecil B. DeMille Lifetime Achievement Award. Oh, not the Lifetime Achievement. I'm talking about the actual Oscars. Maybe it wasn't Cecil DeMille. Then. Maybe it was the other guy. Who did Death, uh, Birth of a Nation? Oh, oh. Um, oh, my gosh. Oh, my film professors are going to hate me for this. It wasn't Cecil yeah, B. DeMille. It was... Um, <laughs> D.W. Griffith. D.W. Griffith. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, sorry. So take Griffith and replace everything with that little rant and replace it with his name instead of that. There you go. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> sorry, not on my A game. But whatever. It. This had no purpose because all you were doing was we're going to give this one to the movie that had the biggest box office. And that's everyone knew that's what you were doing. So, like, don't, don't fucking bother. Just don't bother. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the thing. Like it was, you know, the ratings have been down because most people don't see the movies that get nominated because they're not popular. Yeah, well, Call Me by Your Name is a wonderful movie, but you know, nobody's gonna go see that shit. Not in the theater. Hell no. I watched it on Redbox. Like, I'm not. Yeah, I mean, nobody's gonna pay ten bucks. I mean, shit. My wife and I went to see Crazy Rich Asians at the new quote unquote luxury theater in our town here. Cost us seventeen dollars mm-hmm. a piece just for tickets. Ooh. A piece, just for now, tickets. Does that come? Is that what? Is that, it is? Do you get to finish in their mouth or what? <laughs> like what's? That? No, no, and it That's wasn't even terrible. for like IMAX or anything. What? What is the point of having a seventeen dollars? I don't movie know. Ticket? I mean, you get the leather reclining chair or what have you, but they've all got those now. Yeah, everything has that now. I don't know, man. I just went. I, don't know. I went and saw Tag. In the literal dollar theater here in uh in my side of town, I uh I thought it was perfectly acceptable music. <laughs> I remember reading the the article that that movie's based on several years ago. Yeah, like and it was it was, was it, it was long, but it captivated me for about forty minutes. It was the story's yeah, great? But like, I'm gonna ask you a question, Tom. Uh huh. You saw a fun movie in the theater in reclining chairs for roughly twenty dollars a head. Uh huh. If I told you you could go to a really shitty, sticky theater where people are going to laugh and talk all the way through it, but your total price at a, of admission would be $1.65. Same movie. Uh, oh, man. Depends I, on I the movie. It depends on the movie because if it's a movie where I feel like I can wait, then yeah, because they don't go right away to the dollar theater. Generally, they're at the dollar no, theater no, no, no. when they're available on demand. Right. No, I, I 100%. 100%. I'm just saying, based upon your current your experience, would you have rather done what you did or just seen it at the Dollar Theater? <laughs> eh, I don't know. I go to the movies so little now that it's like, all right, if every four months I drop twenty bucks a head, it's a night out for us. So I'm not I'm not seeing a twenty dollar movie unless it's like, you know, well, like well, I mean, an event. If, but if that's the thing, if you go to pay to see Infinity just, War and IMAX, right. it's going to cost you twenty bucks. That's an event. Fine. Okay. 
That's fair. Yeah, and the other stuff I'll just wait for Netflix or other cases. Like I'm not. I'm willing to wait. I'm willing to to exchange my time, you know, waiting than spending the dollar sixty five, which will more likely not just drive me nuts. <laughs> well, that's me. I mean, but ultimately the problem is is that nobody wants to go see movies. Because our our home buying movie experience, now that I have a 50-inch TV that has ultra 4K, I understand. I get it now. I I, I kind of got it before. I get it now. <laughs> oh, you so mean you're going to leave your house now. even less? I don't see a reason to ever leave my house ever again. <laughs> I, I could, Great. People, people will bring me food, Tom. Oh, they will bring it to me. Nice knowing you, Rick. No, it hasn't. <laughs> I would say 60-40 God, you're a prick <laughs> You opened the door You basically you, mean you, gotta walk? you put you the ladder You put the ladder at the base of the net And just said, here, go ahead Yeah, but it was a four foot net So you definitely needed the ladder Yeah, well Still, still scored Still scored Fine. So anyway, Fine. the uh <laughs> the Academy has decided that uh, <laughs> implementing any new award nine months into the year creates challenges for films that have already been released. Bullshit. Excuse me? Bullshit. What exactly are the challenges for the films that have already been yeah, released? Yeah, like an extra fucking, like, PowerPoint slide? Right, exactly. <laughs> like, what are the challenges? Like, uh, to campaign to get voters to remember? It's a category, it's an award for popular movies. You look at the fucking box office numbers for the year, <laughs> and you can see which yeah. ones there are. Like, Check Rotten Tomatoes. Like, shit. I mean, that's just, Did that's you, the biggest hunk of bullshit guys, ever. Do you guys remember one of the first years ESPN did the ESPYs? Um, Saturday Night Live did a spoof of ESPN's ESPYs. Do you happen to remember this at I all? Don't. I don't. It was notable for one thing and one thing only. Uh, one of the awards was the award for the tallest player in the NBA. And the <laughs> nominees were such and such and such and such at six foot four, such and such and such. And ultimately, it got to Minute Bowl at seven foot six. <laughs> and the winner was Minute Bowl. Right. Because <laughs> he's the tallest. It's just. They're saying now that apparently at all the film festivals, people, members of the Academy were getting pressure uh, to find oh. out, pressure from the studios to find out oh. what the criteria were for the category so that they could design their Oscar campaigns and figure out I where to spend their the money. Studios. And it's like, I think people, I think people who decide who win the Oscars were being approached by the, the sweaty, glistening masses and they didn't like people talking to them. Right. Exactly. Exactly. We don't, we don't want the people who pay money to go see Marvel movies to dirty up our ceremony. I <laughs> don't want to have to invite uh, Paul Rudd to the Oscars or whatever. Oh, we're, we're not going to invite Paul Rudd. No, not, sorry. We don't, we don't want Spider-Man to take, take attention away from someone like, like Timothy Chalamet on the red carpet. <laughs> Sorry, we're not going to enjoy your film, <laughs> Disney. No one like, wants you like, here. Listen Move here, along. fuckers. We gave the Oscar to Return of the King years ago, and that was so you would leave us alone. Don't hit us up for an award and, ever again. 
And then when that little blonde boy died while <laughs> making his Joker <laughs> That's movie, right. we gave you that stupid scene. That's right. Move along. We give you the technical awards. Go away. <laughs> Do you need more makeup awards? <laughs> Jesus Christ, we gave the goddamn Suicide Squad an Oscar. Jesus. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what more do you freaking yeah, They have to endure the need? computer animators' acceptance speeches every year because of these movies. Oh, uh, I just want to thank everybody for the opportunity to ply my craft in film. Na, 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 oh, I love you, Mom. Now to present the award for Best Achievement. In sound design, here are a guy who can make fart noises with his armpit and soon to be seen in the upcoming film, Robot Dance 5, Dance Off, Calculon. <laughs> my God, my career has fallen. <laughs> the Oscars are a joke. They really are. They really are. So I, I don't like uh, uh, my good buddy EJ. He is a big Oscars guy, and he wrote up a whole big thing about why this reward being pulled is a great thing. I would Snub. counter that by saying, no, screw it. The Oscars are terrible. They've been terrible. They are terrible. Let's just all enjoy them. <laughs> it's awful. Moving on. We have some this news that'll like make that Chris talk. really happy. I, yes, At least I think it, so. It will. Well, if they just had the fucking comics in the... I actually went... <laughs> Here we, we can't even tell you what yeah, the story he's is. He's jumping the headlines. So, DC Comics is expanding its line of titles at Walmart. Two new ongoings and two holiday one-shots. So there'll be an ongoing Flash DC Giant, a Swamp Thing Halloween Horror Special a DC holiday special one-shot, and another ongoing that has not been named yet. So, more comic books at Walmart. Yay! I'm happy. I couldn't find one, though. Like, I literally went looking. Went in the book section, checked in the comic section, or not the comic section, the, the toy section, checked by check, magazines. Did you check in the bathroom no. near the shitter? <laughs> I failed that. And there weren't any. It was so disappointing. Did you did you um, ask one of the one of the people of Walmart where one might find <laughs> such a thing? Not interested in doing that. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. I'm in need of help. <gasps> Whoa! It's four a.m. I need to go take another hit of meth. What do you want? <laughs> do you see that guy over there? I'm pretty sure that guy's my dad. I haven't seen him since the war. What? <laughs> tell him, tell him mom forgives him and that I love him. <laughs> what the I gotta, hell? I gotta go. I mean, I don't think asking somebody would have helped you anyway. They never know what the fuck's going on there. No. <laughs> Do you know how many books I have seen on the shelf a week before their release date at Walmart? <laughs> like, remember when, when Pete working... Rose made, wrote that apology book? Yeah, yeah. I I bought that at Walmart a week before it was supposed to come out. Like they just ignore the street date that's printed on the box, and they just hand the carton to some guy, some zit face kid. Here, put this on the shelf. Okay. <laughs> when I was when I was still running a movie stop, um, Walmart broke street date on a dozen different movies. Mm -hmm. They didn't care. 
they didn't care. They could not be bothered to care. They would not care. I remember hearing an argument at a co- at the comic book store about that. Like there was some guy was looking for a particular toy, of course, one of these yes. one of these fucking people. And you know, very important that yeah, he got very that important toy that he got that toy. And he's arguing with the girl behind the counter at the comic book store. Like, I got one at Walmart last week. Well, the street date's not for another two weeks. Well, Walmart broke street date. You can. I know you got him in the back. It's not our problem that Walmart broke street date. We're not doing it. Well, I don't see why not. Why it's he not needed just, three need more it. action figures when he already had one. You and I Who know the answer, known? but... I I have no idea why he would need so many of those things that he obviously wasn't reselling on eBay in order to support his meth habit. No, no. Uh, so so Chris wanted these Walmart comics. You could you were unable to find one. Unable. I I might have only checked at one Walmart. <laughs> you didn't work real hard. I mean, it was the super center. You would think they're, that they would be super. They're all the super all. center. It, it would be it, it would don't. be in a center. It, it was. I was very disappointed. So, but maybe, just maybe, I'll be able to find this uh, Swamp Thing Halloween special. Well, and this this Perhaps. Flash ongoing. It'll be an ongoing, so you'll at least be able to get one. I would think. Right. Ooh, who's to say? <laughs> and I would imagine so if you checked eBay, you might be able to pay three or five times what the cover price is if it will get me that 100 pages then so be it <laughs> terrible so, be it. so that's the terrible. thing so is this successful enough that dc is extending this or is this just Why would they do it exactly are they just they just have this deal with walmart and they've got a They've got to fulfill the yeah, contract. Exactly. They've got to make their make their red Sonia <laughs> Arnold. Yeah, exactly that. That's what I think. Maybe I mean I mean maybe they know something we don't. They've got some sort of new giant plans in their distribution network that we just don't know. I really doubt that. But you know what? I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the side of positivity here. There's enough negativity, no, n- enough ta- enough crap. I'm going to go ahead and say that <clears throat> they have found a significant interest and they are moving forward with that in mind. Yep. So, so here's what, here's what uh, Walmart is saying. Walmart is saying, that, and I love this quote, there are more DC superhero fans than ever, and we wanted to provide these casual fans access to the source material Behind the shows, movies, and games they love. Casual fans. Huh? Well, here's the thing. Are there more DC fans than ever? Uh, those movies don't do so well. What are you talking about? They did great. I mean, compared to like, tell me by your name. Yes. Call me by whatever. Your name, yes. That they don't. They're not making crazy rich Asians money. Why is that your go-to? Uh, you must have really liked it. No, because I thought I think it's hilarious to compare it to that. That movie made more money than a superhero movie because it's counterintuitive. Okay. That's why. It was a joke. Oh, we do jokes now. We do. We do. Once in a while. We squeeze one in just to keep people on their toes. <laughs> Make sure they're awake um, behind the wheels of their cars. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I 
tend to agree with what Walmart is saying there. But you know what? They found a market, presumably. presumably. It, it appears. Well, the one Walmart where Chris went was sold out of them. So, exactly. so you know, 100% increase in sales. Let's all just be happy about it, right? Yeah. What's what's not to love? Yeah. DC is saying that there's a lot of Walmarts in, co- in communities that don't have comic book shops. So this is a good thing. We are really reaching on this shit. <laughs> DC Giants are on sale in 3,000 North American Walmart locations. So maybe, Chris, you're just not looking hard enough. I guess not. I'm, I'm in, evidently, my store was 3,001. <laughs> mm. And, you know, have it or not have it. So, so the, uh, the Swamp oh, Thing well. one, I think, comes out on October 7th. And, uh, Hooray. Yeah. yeah. So, so, Chris, maybe you should show up at the Walmart on October 7th. Paper's making a comeback, man. I'm calling it right now. <laughs> so, that's very sweet of you, Chris. I, I I cherish this time with you. You get eleven more. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. You get eleven. Oh man! All right, let's let's move into the home stretch here. Time for the questions, Chris. What's pissing you off this week? <sighs> oh no, man! All the weeks kind of run together at this point. Oops. they really do. Um, pass, pass, pass. pass. That's never been an option. Chris, pass. surely there must be something that you wish to vent about. This question, evidently, is what it is. I would say. Uh, in the interest of time and a lack of dead air, Rick, what's pissing you off? <laughs> right now, Chris. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Only 11 more. Uh, well, what's pissing me off is um, anxiety. Oof. Anxiety is pissing me off, and it's making me feel weird. It seems like a And I don't much loop. care for it. I, I don't much care for it. Um, I... Uh, I got to go in for an MRI tomorrow, which I'm actually happy about because I'm finally going to find out what's wrong with my knee, which I haven't had anyone look at since high school. Um, but if I'm honest, I'm a little freaked out with what may be what they find. And it's not necessarily what you think. I'm worried they're going to find that there's nothing wrong with me you know that they can that that medical science can do anything about that my i have arthritis or that my knee joints are just completely fucked because of years of football and baseball and trying to you know run and things like that and then i've got a bunch of stuff happening this weekend and i'm starting to just feel like very like rocky back and forthy kind of and it's not making me a happy camper and i i guess what's really pissing me off is I don't know where to direct my my anything, my aura, my whatever. I don't know where to go. So I'm just sort of like, I'm sort of just wading in the waters, just sort of floating. Yeah. That's pissing me off. Uh. Tom. Yes. What is pissing you off? The grocery store aisle PTA meeting. That's what's pissing me off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I already know what you're talking about. I don't even know what you're talking about. I already well, know. Well, and you're for people about. who don't know what I'm talking about, I'll explain. Ever been grocery shopping 
and you come down an aisle, and right in front of the thing you need, there are two carts and two moms and uh, an X number of kids from either of them milling about, blocking the thing you need because they are chit-chatting about what is going on at school. That is the grocery store aisle PTA meeting. I don't want to know how long you had to wait in car rider line this afternoon. I don't want to know what you think about the popcorn fundraiser for next month or whether your kid's going to win the bicycle helmet for selling the most bags of cheap Chinese crap uh, to raise money for the the lizard club or whatever the hell it is. I don't want to know. I just need to get to the fucking cream cheese. That's all I need. I need the cream cheese that is right behind you who don't acknowledge that there are other people in the store and you just keep having your conversation with your carts and your kids. So now you're taking up more than just the space of two people. You're taking up the space of ah, four, four parts of the freezer section from the cheese to the yogurt. And I got a two-year-old in the cart who really wants to go home. Real bad. That is oddly specific, by the way. Just It pisses me off because it happens all the time. And then you have to try to interrupt and say, excuse me. And usually the women don't even acknowledge the other adult saying, excuse me. You have to wait for one of the kids to remember to be polite and acknowledge <laughs> the other person and then move the cart six inches out of the way because their mom is standing in the way and doesn't want to stop talking in order to move her body. Just go go outside in the parking lot. Or, I don't know, find a wider aisle to do this in. Or wait till the PTA meeting. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, you guys, you guys better. don't understand. You know, this, is, this isn't a PTA meeting. What you're looking at here is this is me keeping up with the Joneses. I need to show, you know, like, one of those carts was really full, right? And the other one wasn't? I was not paying attention. I could not. Everything uh. I saw was red. <laughs> I guarantee you. Like that's, that, that's one of those things. That's one of those things where they're like, oh, did you see I'm getting, you know, I'm getting Pedialyte because we're expecting again or something oh, like God. that. That's somebody <laughs> that's somebody being overtly pissy offy to someone else. I promise. You. I don't know. There was I that, promise. Uh, like well, so and so got it. She got a special parking space because she was student of the month in band. Like, real, I don't fucking just go away. Just get out of the way. No, no, they got see that's that's part of the game is they gotta they gotta prove how much better they are than the other person standing next right. to them. Yeah, or like God ooh. help them. I've just promised Harold a steak dinner when he comes back from his trip from Europe tonight. <laughs> so yeah. excited. Did you know he was in Europe? Were you aware? I bet you weren't aware that he was in Europe. <laughs> that's 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 oh. what that was. She oh yeah, and and Tom, crazy. you were just the poor, you were just the poor bystander getting screwed over, yeah, getting getting milk yeah. fucked trying left to, and trying right, trying to keep my kid from ripping open the box of Eggo waffles <laughs> because he's raging because he wants to get out of there. Um, just, just knock over that Entenmann's English muffin cart <laughs> next time. Just swat! <laughs> Damn it! I just need cream cheese. Go away. Just let me, let me buy. For fuck's sake, just let me buy. <laughs> Nobody's got to die today. <laughs> <laughs> you can all go home safe. Just give me what I want. We all could just leave together. We could all hold hands and get the fuck out of here. But you people need to let me go. <sighs> uh, I'm just uh, over it. So over it. Oh, okay. Chris, 
Chris. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what did you learn this week? I've learned the um there's a reason why I shop at Aldi and because <laughs> <laughs> there's only one direction and there's dials the are a cart wide basically. <laughs> there's no stopping and talking. Um I also learned the value of rest, actually. My um mm. I took it upon myself to enter the diet bet at work a couple weeks ago. It was actually a month long thing. Mm-hmm. And so rather than just progressively dieting for the four weeks and losing the 4% of my body weight, I decided to wait till the last four days, which, um, so I, I, I just basically starved myself and, and worked out, uh, to quote Tom furiously, but not doing what Rick was doing. Um, literally working out. Um, <laughs> thank you. Here to help. But I ended up, as such, uh, overworking and overtraining my back a little bit because I was like, yeah, you know, I've been working on my powerlifting a little bit. Let's just make this a little bit more cardio lifting. And, and instead of my, you know, six sets of six deadlift, I'll, I'll, I'll do like four sets of 10 with lighter weight after I squatted, you know. So while it did definitely help me double my money in the diet bet, super awesome. Um, yeah. I I achieved my goal. I also <laughs> woke up almost unable to get out of bed after those four days uh, post weigh in, or excuse me, the the day post weigh in, because my pack was debilitatingly tight. Um, so I've I've discovered the value of properly resting it. I took a whole week off of lifting, and I've also discovered the value of uh, anti-inflammatories. Yes, yes, yes. Come to the dark side, my oh, friend. Oh man. Yes, come come with me. There's I'm, much to show you. I'm very typically anti pill, except for caffeine. Cheaper than coffee. Um so but I was like, all right, you know what? I I gotta work, man. Like I can't sit there at work in pain and naproxen sodium is a hell of a drug. Yes, yes. Yes. It's a start. Yes. But now my back's back to normal after week of said rest and uh yes so sometimes you just gotta lay off was it worth it i mean i put in 25 bucks i came out with 62 because other people well, were laid up for how long i a week i mean like so I so wait a second but like so wait wait, wait 60 bucks so that's less than less than seven dollars a day no no, I, I worked. I was able to work. Yeah, but I was still, still is eight is like, fifty-six is nine is so nine dollars a day. And you're spending money on medication, just, which I had in the cabinet anyway. Some cost. So basically, so, for nine dollars a day, I could just hit you in the back with a baseball bat. I mean, you got nine bucks for seven days. I mean, if you hadn't just waited until the last four days, that's. That's what I really learned is just don't stuff up to the <laughs> Just saying. Working out on an empty stomach. Yeah, that makes no days. sense. Like, why? Over over, over $37? I think at some point they're going to start noticing, right? Like, Because it's always done, done by work. And they're like, Chris is pretty good at this whole thing. Cause like, do you think they're just doing it just to see if you keep like they're testing to see how far they can push the you? Thing. They want like to see it's some if kind you'll of weird, actually like, physically injure yourself. 
Like it's some kind it's of good. weird, like like lost style social experiment where they're just wondering how far you'll go down the rabbit hole. It's the third time we've done this, and they're probably gonna start noticing. Like he always, his weight is always about here, and it always ends up about here. And he's able to do it. Is he cheating? Or I could just be some horrible yo-yo dieter. They don't know. Yeah, you're certainly not yo-yo dieting right now, causing your body endless havoc. That's definitely not happening you at should, all. You should definitely look up uh, Roy Orbison. If you're... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding. <laughs> you mean the pretty woman yeah, guy? Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he, he died from yo-yo dieting. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, it killed him. I'm not gonna die. Uh, well, he did. No, no, he did. So yeah. it'll definitely be the stress yeah. of you trying to keep your kid out of people's hands. He with a lot more money if he just did it right, man. <laughs> just do it right. Uh, but huh? Okay, Rick, Rick. what'd you learn? Yeah, um, I learned that Chris is a crazy person, and um, I'm actually okay with that. But more to the point, I uh, I learned that um, we have. Of the 60, 70 some odd regular uh, viewers and listeners of ours, we have four that are vocal. <laughs> oh, I love, I love the it. excuse we got from one, which is we got made fun of for having a voicemail in 2018. And to which I said, well, you're welcome to call it. Oh, is that what you want well, me to some do? Of us... It's literally been yeah. the one thing we've yeah. asked every single show. Some of us just don't have anything funny to say on a voicemail. In 2018. Seriously, man, you're going to make fun of us for having a way for you to interact with the show? Just call. Or just call us. Or don't, but don't make fun of us for having it. Does seem kind of cruel. Kind of cruel. Just a little. Just a little. Anyway, that's what I yeah. learned. Tom, yes. what did you learn this week? I learned that our loyal listeners really know better than we are in terms of being jerks. <laughs> <laughs> you say you're going somewhere and you think you'll get some nostalgic comments and instead you get what you sow, which is negativity and cantankerousness. <laughs> and I'm really, really proud of that because it proves that while it's small, we have found a niche. Yes. They truly, they truly are a group of people that definitely don't care about our feelings and to that i thank them i mean we don't really care about each other's feelings so it's no not at all that's why i'm so proud no, of them it works our, we found our people our, yes they care they care for us as we care for each other which is slim and <laughs> yeah that's our tribe who would sell each other up the river for a handful of beads are they shiny <laughs> Oh, is there a goose involved? <laughs> <laughs> if there is, they would sell all of us up the river. I would sell you bastards up the river for a damn goose. Just to answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if you have a goose, then you don't have to buy expensive goose grease. <laughs> oh, the, the goose grease can get expensive. This is true. <laughs> it's a little known fact about goose grease is how much it costs. Exactly. <laughs> Quite expensive. <laughs> Rick, if people want to berate us on Twitter, how can they do that? They apparently already have figured out how to do that, and that is at those two jerks, T W O. Um, you can join me for what should be regular viewings of college and NFL 
uh, football where I uh, will do my own takes on what I'm seeing in front of me and how stupid and or redonkulous uh, the uh, program is being. Uh, if you'd like to go to Facebook and have Mark Zuckerberg sell your information to perhaps one or two members of the Russian uh, government, Tom, where would you like to do that? Facebook.com slash those two jerks. You know, for all the railing you do against Facebook, I don't see you not using it. Tom, they already have my information. <laughs> That'd be like yeah. setting my own Nikes Ecosystem, on fire. Man. Why, why would I burn a product that I already own? Because you're sticking it to the man. Yeah, that's it. Take that, Zuckerberg. <laughs> Chris, if people want to email us, how can they do that? They can reach us via email. Is that still, like, with it? Or, I mean, because I know voicemail's not. I don't right? No, probably not, but, you know. Or email's like, what's what's the next thing? But, but if they do want to do it, the old... Snail, uh, you can, snail you can, email way. You can next tell two way walkie us, <laughs> yeah, or page us. I mean, right? Um, at those two jerks at gmail.com spell out T W O. That's right, and you can call and leave a voicemail, uh, even if uh, you think it's passe. Three two one seven six jerks j-e-r-k-s so i know last time out we said we were going to have new york times best-selling author jeff perlman on the show uh talking about his new book football for a buck which is about the usfl and how uh one of the owners who uh later became president of the united states oh which uh, one was that tom um the current president of the united states oh Oh, I didn't know Mike Pence was actually oh, the uh, oh, hey, who, well fraternity done. brother of mine. Yeah. Have I mentioned that enough? Oh, no. <laughs> you never mentioned that to me. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hang on, hang on. Then I'll derail us for a moment. There was a joke today uh, at the office where I work. Um, the guy who's in charge of the music, we have one person who's got Spotify because uh -huh. he's the sucker. So <laughs> he decided to um, put on uh, some like easy listening because it was Thursday. So it's Thursday morning. You know, you don't want to start off with like hard rock or anything. So John Denver happens to be playing and John Denver. You know, it's good stuff. It was it was groovy. It felt right. You know, no big deal. So some John Denver's playing. Everybody's chilling. They're getting, you know, everyone's getting their cup of coffee, feeling good. Uh, <laughs> and I go, you know, John Denver is a fraternity brother of mine. And people were like, oh, and I said, yeah, that and a, that and a buck will get you a cup of coffee at a, at a Starbucks. And they said, really? And I said, yeah, I walk in. I'm like, you know, John Denver, he's a member of Phi Gamma Delta. He's a Fiji. And I'm like, oh, how about that? And then I order my cup of coffee and they tell me that'll be $2. And I say, yeah, nobody does that. They don't, you know, you know, you can't do that, Tom. Only I can do that. Yeah, I'm shocked you managed to get a $2 cup of coffee at Starbucks. I didn't think <laughs> such a thing existed. And then uh, and then uh, I said, now, at no point in time have I mentioned uh, that Mike Pence is a member of my fraternity while at Starbucks as well. <laughs> but if anyone did, I would immediately disown him or the fraternity, whatever got me out of the story quicker. <laughs> so funny. So. So, um, yeah. Um, President Donald Josephine. I don't know what his middle name is. John. It's John. Oh, DJ Trump. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so we were supposed to talk to Jeff this week. He's uh, promoting the book, and uh, which is great, by the way. I'm reading it now. Um, if you're a football fan, or you like Jeff Perlman's books, or or you just want a crazy story with really, really interesting, fucked up characters, and and 
you can see how long ago everything the president touched turned to shit. Um, <laughs> get the book, Football for a Buck. Um, we're going to try. We weren't able to make the scheduling work this week to talk to Jeff. We're going to try and run him down uh, at a later date and get him on the show for you. Uh, but uh, in case you were wondering, hey, where's that thing you guys talked about? That's what happened. Uh, and we'll uh, we'll try and get him on a future episode before we pack this whole thing in. If. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> 11 more to go. 11 more to go. For the Sussman, Rick Sussman, I and the vocational Chris Vu, I am the Tom Alexander. And for at least 11 more weeks or until... Vanderlei Silva lets Usada give him a drug test. We will remain those two jerks. See you next time.